Hey, 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 what's up, Grace Gang? Guess what, y'all? Your girl got some of her voice back. I do not sound like Jerome on this um this podcast, honey. I know for the last <laughs> for the last couple of podcast episodes, I bet y'all was like, I can't wait till this girl voice come back. Cause baby, I mean the message good, but that voice. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. But it's like I really could not stop, you know, doing what I love to do because my voice was cracky. Like, I was like, they still going to get the message, you know. They still going to understand. But I apologize. But you know what? I know that you guys appreciate it because I still, you know, had listeners and everything. So I thank God for the process. So speaking of processes... Today, I want to touch on the subject, heal and deal. This is something that um, actually I touched based on in April of last year where um, the Lord was giving me um, this like revelation, I guess I can say, because Um, I've worked in the medical field for over like 10 years now. And um, I worked hand in hand with doctors who, you know, performed um, procedures on cuts and wounds. And just by experiencing that for so many years, I've actually experienced like um, knowing exactly what the doctor is going to need for the procedure, knowing exactly what the the care plan is going to be for the person when they leave, you know, if they need to come back, you know, all of these things, what kind of antibiotics they're going to need, you know, all, all these things that I've picked up. It's like God was showing me like, like I always say, so it isn't a natural, so it isn't a spirit. So I'm going to t- touch on different stages of healing. I'm going to touch on different stages of healing because everybody do not heal the same. Everybody doesn't heal the same wounds. We have different type of wounds. They do not heal the same. Some of them take a long time to heal. Some of them take a very short time to heal. But they're still wounds. And they still, and the matter of fact, um, thank you, Holy Spirit. So the matter of fact, it doesn't matter if it's big, small, little, whatever. All wounds need to be tended to. Hmm. Yeah, that part. All wounds need to be tended to. So um, I'm going to take you to Psalms uh, 147, 147, and verse 3. says, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He heals the brokenhearted. And binds up their wounds. This is something that people who are experiencing, you know, trauma in their life or have experienced trauma in their life or or that is brokenhearted. It literally says it in the word. You need to recite this and 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 get this in your spirit because it's a promise from the Lord. Because if he heals the brokenhearted, if it's if it's if if he heals the brokenhearted, he also will not just heal you spiritually, but he's going to bind up the wounds, which means once the wound is healed, there's no um, 
interference in that healing because he's binding it up with his holy power. The power of our resurrection God. The power of our God who has the power to send Satan back to hell is the same type of power that he can use to bind up your wounds. And when God... <laughs> when God binds up the wound, nobody, nobody could wound that wound again. He has a very unique way of allowing us to go through a healing process and being with us the whole entire time. Even though he can heal you the first day, Sometimes God's timing is not our timing. And what he does is he walks us through the process. He's not leaving us. He's not deserting us. He's not punishing us. But he walks us through the process because he knows what we need. He's our physician. He's our doctor. He knows our bodies. He created us. He knew us before we was formed in our mother's womb. So he know what we can take. And he know what we can't take. So Job um, 5 and 18 says, For he wounds, but he also binds up. This is again, it's, it's like a reminder. God is the, the, the person do that. He's the man for the job. You got a wound, he, he know how to close it. You're hurting. He knows how to heal it, period. Like he does. It says he who wounds also binds up. He who injures, but his hands also heal. His hands also healed. God sometimes will allow us to go through a healing process just a little bit longer than we expected. Because he knows that the pain brings promise or the pain brings pressure and the pressure brings you to him he's like is this is this the only way that I can get you to pray hard is this the the only way that I can get you to see that I am the truth the light and the way is this the only way that you will be able to see that nobody else can do what I do because you did not have the courage or the will to believe is this the only way that I can get you to intercede for others? Is this the only way that I can get you to really read your word of God? Because when everything is going right in your life, when everything is going fine, you forget who I am. God is literally saying, no, keep that same energy. Make me a part of your life every day. Make me a part of your life. I need you to take at least five minutes of your day to thank me at least. Thank me for waking you up this morning. Thank you. Thank me for starting you on your way. We get so caught up in life being so good that when something comes up to to hurt our hearts, we get so uh, like bent out of place. We feel like God doesn't love us. We just all of these things. And that is not the case. God is saying, I'm with you. Yeah, you hit a, you came to a brick wall, but I'm the builder. I can take this wall down for you. I just need you to be ready for what's behind the wall. 
God can break the wall down for you. Every crossword that you come to, he can, he can make a way for you, but he, he needs to make sure that you're ready for what's ahead of you. He needs to make sure that you're ready to receive what's on the other side of the wall. It's, 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 it's crazy how we will think that we have the ability to tell God that I'm ready. Like, heal me now. Like, I'm tired of this. When he knows all and sees all. But maybe the very thing that you're praying for and God is saying, okay, I, I understand that I gave you a promise. I understand that you said, I mean, that I said to you that this will be, but I didn't tell you when. So instead of you focus on when it's going to happen, I need you to be in motion of getting ready for it to happen. Because if I give it to you prematurely, or if I give you the healing prematurely, you might end up re-wounding yourself because you haven't developed the wisdom and the tools to deal with the pain that you have experienced before. Because what will happen is that if we heal us and let us out prematurely, we might go into the same situation and endure the same pain, but just a different day. What they say, same pain, different situation, <laughs> same pain, different, uh, just a different relationship, different partner. Because we haven't took the time to heal that wound. So we can no longer be wounded in that same area. So working, um, alongside of uh doctors and uh, everything i've i've experienced some some wounds and even myself have experienced some some physical wounds to my body um one of them will be the first one that i wanted to talk about which is superficial cuts superficial cuts are like really small cuts that no one really see but them things hurt so bad <laughs> they hurt so bad they're superficial cuts the one that I um made an example of a superficial cut would be a paper cut paper cuts don't seem like it will hurt anyone um depends on who you show it to and tell them that it's hurting they either gonna laugh at you or they gonna minimize your pain like girl that that little cut and you over here screaming <laughs> and hollering because you got cut by the paper, honey. Uh, uh, uh-uh. them things hurt. I don't care what nobody say. But what God revealed to me about superficial cuts, depending on who you tell, or depending on who you expose that wound to, they will not understand your pain. But if you tell it to someone who had a superficial cut before. Let me tell you something. If I talk right now to somebody who had a paper cut before, they're going to be like, girl, I understand your pain. You better go put some ice on it or something. Because they know they they don't they experience it. But if I tell somebody else who did really never experienced a superficial cut, they're going to look at me crazy. And just because the wound is small and just because it's little doesn't mean that it doesn't burn, that it doesn't affect the person. Stop minimizing people's feelings. Stop minimizing people's hurt. Because if you never experience it, or if you've never experienced it the way that they experienced, hello, who are you to say that it doesn't hurt? 
you also have needle sticks. Needle sticks are literally like you you can't not see them. You because it's a small it's the smallest hole that's in your skin, but it goes in deep. It goes in deep. And not only is this taken seriously, depending on if the needle was dirty or clean, this person might have to go through six long months, probably even longer, of blood work to see if they have H, um, HIV or AIDS or hepatitis B. They go through processes to make sure that that little prick, that, that needle stick did not cause more damage in their blood. So we cannot minimize small wounds because sometimes they go deep. And sometimes it takes process, longer processes to find out that the person is not damaged permanently. Because if someone with a needle stick, they could be damaged permanently by a disease that they cannot, there's no cure for. Just like that. But we want to minimize people's pain because we, on the outside, on the outside, it looks like it's something small. So then we have abrasions. Abrasions are not cuts. They're just like scabs and trauma to the skin that's like on the surface. You ever like rode a bicycle and probably fell off your bicycle or was or when you was little, you were skating, you fell on your skates and you scraped your knees on the pavement. Or you was climbing a tree and you fell off the tree and you sc- scraped your knee or your elbows or your arms on the pavement. And it didn't like have an open cut, but you had peeled back skin or, um, you know, just a surface cut. It didn't go deep. But these these type of wounds still burn. They still hurt. They still need to be attended to. They need first aid. They need ointment. They need to be clean. They need the abrasion to be washed away. They need to be cared for properly. Because if they're not cared for properly, it will never heal properly. It's still trauma to the skin. Even though it's not a deep wound, it's still trauma to the skin. So when when abrasion, first stage of healing have started, and a lot of people you might understand this because I'm pretty sure you experienced it, is sometimes after it's being cared for. So once you know that it started healing, it'll start getting like a hard scab on top of it. Right. It's like a hard scab that comes over the abrasion. And once that hard scab forms, you may feel like it's healed. Because you don't got hard. Hmm. You may feel like, oh, I'm good. Because a hard scab has protected the wound. But the tricky thing about those hard scabs is sometimes if you bump it a little bit. Before it's too early, the scab will come off and the wound is now exposed again. 
So be careful about thinking, oh, I can go back to this situation or I can go back to this or I can I can do this. I can do that because I'm hard now. I don't I don't I'm healed. But let somebody come and bump that wound again. It will it will soon be exposed again. And you got to go what back back to stage one, putting the ointment back on it putting a band-aid back on it, wash it off the debris, like all of that. You have to go right back to stage one with the healing process because you thought, what they say, you thought, (laughs) you thought you was healed. It's okay when the, when the heart scab comes and it's okay to take the band-aid off. It is. Because you don't need that type of protection anymore. You can let the, the wound be exposed to fresh air. It's okay. You don't have to hide anymore. You know, you develop that hard scab because now your heart is feeling better about the wound. And it's okay to, to, to go back out and experience the air. But give your time Give yourself time to heal properly. Do not allow anyone or anything to come and bump your wound and take your scab off. Because they will expose you to back to stage one. So then we have lacerations. Lacerations are like deep, deep cuts. Like... Oh, I I work at Publix and I work in the dairy and I was cutting meat and the meat cutter went through my finger and my finger is like super, like almost, almost cut it off. That, that, that's a laceration. Or, um, I was using a, uh, a saw at work and it cut through my finger. Or I was cutting vegetables at work. I mean, not at work, but at home I was cooking dinner for my kids and, I cut my my hand and my whole entire palm is like split it open. I I need I need stitches. <clears throat> I need someone to help put me back together again. So lacerations are deep cuts that require a doctor or a medical professional to attend to it. These are not wounds that we can heal ourselves. Stop thinking that you can do this by yourself. Okay? You gotta need a close friend, a pastor, a, a minister, a, a wise person who's been through life stages, who can impart some wisdom into you. You're going to need the word of God. You're going to need Jesus himself, honey, to help get this wound together. Those deep wounds, listen, mm-mm, you ain't going to be able to do it yourself. So, with lacerations or deep cuts, they are required by a doctor or a medical professional to attend it. They specialize in sutures and surgery. Depending on the wound, the specialist will give you lidocaine. It is a substance that numbs the pain while you're in the process. So they can dig into the wound. They can examine the wound without you yelling are going crazy. They know how to attend the wound so they could examine what's going on in you properly. Because if they don't examine, how else would they know how to close the wound in the proper way? (laughs) 
the doctor, as they begin the process of the suturing, right? They will get a needle and they will get thread and they will start to suture you up. And once they do that and they suture you up, they physically help close an open wound and make it close, right? They they bind up, like you know how the word was saying that God will bind up the wound and he will heal the wound. Sometimes it doesn't take a physical person either. Maybe our God is literally giving us the word of God that is numbing our pain. That's our lidocaine before he digs into the wound and get all that residue out from old situations, for old traumas, new traumas, shoot. It doesn't matter. Like, the word of God is our lidocaine, period. Like, it's been so many times where I am hurting with pain. And it's a scripture that will stick out to me and that will speak to my wound. That will help numb and fix that feeling so God can continue to walk with me on this process of healing. So usually what I experience that after um, the doctor close up the wounds, like after he does the stitches or the staples or whatever the case may be. <clears throat> sorry, you guys. Usually when he does that, or she does that, they have the patient come back for follow-up. They never send the patient away and be like, okay, you got stitches, take them out yourself. Bye, see you deuces. No. mm -mm. This type of treatment is something that they have to keep their eyes on closely. Your mentor um, may need to call you every now and then to check on you to see how your heart's doing, to see how your mind's doing, because what they're doing is doing checkups. They're doing follow-ups to make sure that the healing process is still going on. We can't be irritated with the person that God has sent in our lives to do follow-ups on us. It's needed. They're not trying to be nosy. They're not trying to get in your business. They literally are sent there to help you through the process. Because your wound is still not healed and you're going through a, a process, the reason why you need these follow-ups is because right now, even though the wound is closed and even though you are working on a healing process, you are still in risk of an infection. You are still in risk of an infection, which means that just because the wound is closed and you're starting your healing process, but this wound was deep. It was real deep. And it's going to take a longer process for it to be healed. And, and in this process, the doctor, the physician, your mentor, your pastor, whoever it is that God has sent in your life, they, they need to keep checking on you to make sure you haven't got infected. Making sure that your heart hasn't got hardened. Making sure that you have not fallen in depression or oppression. Making sure that you still need the word of God. Making sure they speak life into you because you will not die in this season. You don't understand that these things are needed for deeper wounds. Because we need those talks with good friends. We need that good cry out. We need that, that let's go to lunch. Let's talk about this. We need those type of people in our life because all they are doing is making sure that the wound is not getting infected. 
So, so the doctor needs to, to stay on you and, and make sure that they're following up with you to make sure that the wound has not got infected. And also in order for the doctor to make sure this does not happen, they give you a, a, a prescription. They send you home with a prescription for antibiotics. Antibiotics fights against affections. <laughs> the word of God is your antibiotics. It's fighting against your pain. It's fighting against your wound. It's fighting against whatever the enemy has sent your way to take you out. It is fighting against it. It is the antibiotics in your life. Your prayers are the antibiotics in your life. Your fasting is the antibiotics in your life. Your spending time with the Father is the antibiotics in your life. Because it is going against the wound. You pressing your way to have a good day, taking yourself out for dinner, taking yourself out to buy something nice for yourself. That is an antibiotics towards depression. That is an antibiotics towards um, isolation. Don't isolate yourself because of a wound, because of, tra of trauma, because you want to go against the very thing that is trying to, to, to come in and damage you more. Don't allow yourself to become bitter. Listen, I been there. You will start getting bitter. You will start getting angry with the healing process. Do not start giving yourself that antibiotics. Start reading the word of God because when you get a, a bitter spirit, it draws in more spirits, anger, rage. Listen, I've been there. And what it does, it makes you sin in a way. And then you end up getting yourself in trouble because you allowed yourself to get bitter. You allowed yourself to get angry at the person who caused you any pain. That's not the way to go because you are turning your, your situation. You're, you're, you're making your healing process even longer. Because now you don't, now you don't, you're not just dealing with what somebody else done did. Now you got to deal with what your behind done did. Because of your anger, because of your rage, because of what God says, vengeance belongs to him, period. I think that was in Isaiah 54 when God was saying that I got you. I know that you in pain. I know that you experienced some things, but the vengeance belongs to me. Give it to me. Trust me, God is working on our behalf. He is working on things that we know of not because what he does is he works in the background sometimes. Everybody don't need to see somebody else going through something because they put you through something. We don't even have to see it. We just got to trust that God is doing what he said he would do. Let me tell you something. Nobody gets away with hurting a child of God. Nobody, especially when they know who you are. They're well aware of the good person that you are. They are well aware of where your heart was during the whole process. They know that you did ex literally everything that you could for them. You know what I do sometimes, and it takes a strong person to do this. I pray mercy on them. That's a whole different type of healing that I had to go through in order to do that, y'all. That, that did not come easy. That did not come easy. It did not come easy, but I had 
to pray mercy on some people. It's a difference when you can pray and say, Lord, forgive them. They know not what they do. (laughs) Versus, Lord, forgive them. They know what they did. But I still love them. They know what they did. But I still care about them. So have mercy on them, Lord. That's a that's a whole different type of thing. A lot of people probably like, girl, I ain't there yet. Listen, I understand. Because I wasn't there for a, <laughs> for a long time. But I had to get to that place. How did I get to that place? I want to share that with you. How did I get to that place? Because I realized that my healing process actually had nothing to do with them. They might have caused something to happen in my life for me to get to that healing process. But once I get to a certain part of my healing process, listen, so I I, I can make it medical right now again. Once the doctor has put you back together again, right? Once the damage has been done, he gives you instructions on how to take care of your wound. So after a while, the person who caused the pain, it doesn't even matter anymore. The matter is you taking good care of the wound so you can get back better. So so you being hurt or the person who caused you hurt, them being hurt or them going through some pain or them experiencing what you experienced, that part don't even matter no more because what you're doing over there can't heal what's going over here. I got to focus on my wound. I got to focus on my heart. I got to focus on me now because who else is going to take care of me? I don't have a live-in nurse or a live-in doctor. I have Jesus and myself. And so I don't care what you're doing over there. Because you got your own healing process, obviously. Because hurt people hurt people. Hurt people hurt other people. And I'm not trying to hurt nobody else in my path. So I'm going to deal with what I got to deal with. My healing process no longer includes you. You did what you did. Now it's time for me to have tunnel vision and do what I need to do for me because I still have a life to live for myself. I still have things to perform on this earth that God has given me. So if I focus so much on your healing and where you're going and what you did, I may lose sight of my own wounds and develop an infection because I haven't took care of me properly. I refuse to get an infection Because I'm so worried about somebody else's wound and I can't tend to my own. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So, so, so with deep wounds, they can hurt in the process of recovery. Your skin can get sensitive around that wound. Um, You still can hurt every time you bump it or bruise it, whatever. Your skin might be bruising. Your skin may turn different colors. All kind of stuff may happen. You may have swelling, all of these things, but it's still in the healing stages. Just because it looks ugly now, just because it's bruised, just because it's swollen, just because you may even have some people even have discharge where um, your, your, your body liquids are, are coming out of it. Like it's draining out of the, the wound. I hate to get drastic like that, but it does happen, but it's still in the healing process. It may look ugly now, but soon that wound is going to heal. You have to believe that. You have to believe that. Nobody goes through a deep cut like that and said that I had this cut 
for three years now and it still hasn't it still haven't closed no the devil is a lie your wound will close in due time you have to believe that say my wound will close in due time it's going to happen it's going to keep holding on to that hope keep holding on to those prayers keep holding on to your hope because it will happen this too shall pass this too shall pass. Everybody's wounds are different when you get sutures. Some people heal like within weeks. Some people heal in a week. And some people heal in a month. Depending on how thick your skin is. Depending on how good and healthy and young your skin is. Your wound may heal faster than others. We have to protect our wound. We have to make sure, especially with sutures, because they're still halfway open, we have to cover it up when we go going outside because we don't want any dust or dirt to come into our wound that will cause us to have any kind of infections. We have to actually embrace the time that it takes for the wound to heal. Because if we try to rush it, we'll be frustrated. That's when frustration comes in, when we're trying to rush the healing process. So, so we can be healed, but it doesn't work like that. Good things take time. You can't rush, you can't rush things that take time because when it take time is good and it's, it's very good. It's, it's real good when you let it take its time. I also noticed too, like when I was in the uh, medical field, some people will come back and they will, the, the wound will be completely healed on the outside, but in the inside, something's going on. They'll be like, I don't know what it is. It's just like, it's still very sore. And it, basically these wounds will be healed from outside in versus inside out. So the outside end, it will look, it will look nice. It will look closed. It will look healed, but the inside is still healing. That's where the antibiotics takes place. And the doctor may have to do more testing on that person. And then you have the people who are, it's healing on the inside. So you have all of this nasty, you know, stuff coming out of it because it still haven't closed completely on the outside yet, but the inside is healing. So some people heal from outside in where they look good on the outside, but on the inside they're suffering. And then you have people who are just all exposed, baby. You're going to see what you get, honey. I'm broken hearted. I'm mad. I'm angry. You're going to get all that. But like day by day, you will start seeing that person get good. It happens. Everybody heals differently. Everybody heals differently. And then when we heal, right? When we heal, sometimes we get scars. Sometimes we develop scars where it's visible to other people of what we went through. Sometimes we can't escape our stories or our trauma. People know this about you. People know that. Those are scars that they see from your healing process. But you are not to be ashamed of it. You are not to be um, hiding from it. You are to wear those scars as uh, evidence of the healing process that you have successfully went through. 
ain't no need for you to be ashamed of no divorce. Ain't no need for you to be ashamed of a broken relationship. Ain't no need for you to be ashamed that you was raped at a young age. Ain't no need for you to be ashamed of any trauma that you experienced because what the scars is showing that I made it through. Check me out when it's over, boo. I made it through, honey. These scars are nothing but a reminder that God is and will. And that he's the same God today, tomorrow, and forevermore. And that's it. It's been too long, y'all. It's going to be 36 minutes. I probably will touch more on this soon. But I hope that this blessed someone. And I, I, you know what? I'm going to pray real quick. Heavenly Father, God, I just want to thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy, God. I want to thank you, Lord, for those that are listening to this podcast, Lord, that you are touching them, God, that you are the physician, Lord. You are the man for the job, that you are giving them the lidocaine, the medicine that they need, my Father, God, Lord, in their season, in their process, Lord, that you would not allow them, God, to to reopen wounds, God, that you are closing, God, but God, that they will have the wisdom and the instructions, God, to take care of themselves, to understand, God, that they are working hand in hand with you, God, that you can't, you can do it by yourself, but God, that Lord, you you help those that want to get better, God, Lord, that you would give us the wisdom, God, to to listen to the right people, God, Lord, to understand discernment of people that are in our lives, God, that will not allow us, Lord, to be our, our wounds to be ripped back open, God, but send us people, God, who would who would know, Lord, what to do and what to say, God, that you would give them a word, God, to help us to push forward, God. We pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, God, that this enemy that we see today, that we would no longer see before again, Lord, in our lives, God. We pray in the name of Jesus that the healing power of God, Lord, would be upon your people, God, that you are healing broken hearts, Lord, that you are wiping away tears, God. God, in the name of Jesus, God, Lord, that you're healing those deep wounds that no one knows about, God, Lord, that your power, God, has been sent over you for in your word, Lord, you said, Lord, in the name of Jesus, God, that you are our healer, God, in Psalms 147, Lord, that you said that he who heals the brokenhearted will bind up the wounds, my father, and God, we are asking, Lord, that you are binding up the wounds, my father, that you allow us to get wisdom from the, from the wounds that we have went through. My father, that everything that was meant for our bad, God, that you are turning around for our good, that you're using it for your glory. My father, God, help us, Lord, to look past the pain, God, and to see your purpose in our life. Oh, father, God, that you are developing, God, a strong man in us, God, that you are giving us strength past our weaknesses. My father, God, that you are there with us every step of the way. We bind every hindrance. We bind every spirit that comes to make us angry and upset and enraged. God, we bind it. We speak the peace of God that is upon our lives in the name of Jesus God Lord we pray in the name of Jesus God that you will send some help my father in the mighty name of Jesus that better days are coming soon I hear that in the spirit that better days are coming soon in the mighty name of Jesus you will no longer have to sit and worry you will no longer have to sit in that pain but God is going to turn it around for you soon he has to he has to he has to he does not want his children to go through this for too long but God said he is developing us that sometimes we have to go through the fire but just like the Hebrew boys huh there was not just three of them but it was four of them in the furnace God is with you and no smoke will come on you you won't even smell like what you've been through you won't even people won't even see the residue and what you well what you've been through because if you trust God if you trust God in this process he will make you come out as new people will look at you and be like you are not the same person people will look like you girl you don't even look like you're 
been through that. Man, you don't even look like you've been through that because the power of God is, 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 is amazing. The, 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 the doctor of above all doctors, the physician over all physicians, he knows what to do. He knows what wound to close up. He knows how long the process is going to be. Let's not worry how long the process is going to take. But what we need to worry about is that we're in the process. I'm in the mud. I'm in the dirt. I'm in the furnace. I'm in the process, God. And whatever you want to do with me right now, God, do it because it's going to make me better. Do not resent the process. Do not be angry because you're in the process, but you have to embrace the process because God is doing something that man could not do in you. God has put you in the place. Say, God, I count it all joy that yea, though you slay me, I can trust you. I can trust you in my heart, God, even though it came and it pricked me, even though it came and it brought tears to my eyes, even though it came, God, and I couldn't sleep at night. I'm glad that it came because what it's doing, God, is making me stronger. It's making me wiser. It's making me develop a relationship with you, God, that is closer than I've ever had, God. You're making you revealing things to me, God, that I never seen about myself, oh Father. You're making me look at myself a little bit better, God. You're making me realize, God, that I'm more than a conqueror, God. You're making me realize, Jesus, that I can be strong in you. God, you're giving me wisdom. So I thank you, Lord, for this process. And I pray over everyone that is under the sound of my voice that God will give you the ability to embrace the process, that you will no longer be upset, that you will no longer feel hurt, that you have to go through the process, but you will understand that this process is something that is going to make you better. And as soon as you start fighting the process, as soon as you yield to the process and say, Lord, I submit, I give it all to you. I, I tried, I did this, I did that, and none of it is working. Obviously, when we go, when we go be honest with ourselves and say, you know what? Me doing what I'm doing, me even going to the person, telling them that I need them or I love them, all that stuff. If it ain't going to work, boo, it's just not going to work because we, we trying to do it ourselves. So we got to come to the conclusion that God is the only one who can do it. And we got to have faith and we got to pray about it. Faith and pray. Faith and pray. I pray that you guys got something from this. And I pray that the Lord will continue to heal those and that you will deal with the process and not allow yourself to run away from the process, but be in the process and thank God for the process. And whatever is coming up to the surface, deal with it because it's going to make you a better person. Even if it's something ugly about yourself. Even if it's, it, listen, I had to learn through a process too of healing that I had to be honest with myself. Girl, you do have a jack up attitude sometimes. Fix it. Fix it. It's making you better. Listen, the strongest people on this earth are the people who are real, not with others, but with themselves. Be real with yourself. Be real with yourself. May you have a wonderful week. And to those that uh, my my grace gain, I just want to say happy Valentine's Day. I love you all. And God is love. And enjoy your day, even if you're... Um, loving yourself or loving your husbands, your wives, your boyfriends, your girlfriends, all that good stuff. Y'all just have a wonderful, wonderful day. And God is love. And do not hold your head down. Keep your head up and you will be okay through God's grace. Talk to you next time. Bye.